What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. I'm Nathan Hall, and with me, Jared Trapp. What's up? Let's start in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers has been cleared to practice. Yeah, he was at practice today. He cannot take contact yet. Um, I guarantee you that it's it's really not good for him to be practicing right now after a torn uh, Achilles, and it's really cold in New York. So the, them probably don't go together. But, you know, they've opened the 24, I believe it's 21-day window, 21 or 24, I don't know. So he could return by December, by the end of December. Will he probably? Jonathan Taylor's out multiple weeks after undergoing thumb surgery, and the uh, Panthers fired their head coach, Frank Wright. Uh, it, it's not his fault that this team's trash. Week 12 recap. The Packers beat the Lions 29-22, Jordan Love turned 68 yards, three touchdowns. On the other side, Jared Goff had three Lost fumbles. Uh, the Cowboys destroyed the Commanders 45-10. to Dak Prescott 331 yards and four touchdowns. With that uh, four-touchdown game, he now ties uh, Tony Romo for the most 300-yard and four-touchdown games in Cowboys history with 10. 49ers put the Seahawks 31-13. Christian McCaffrey 114 yards and two touchdowns. The Dolphins put out the Jets 34-13 on Black Friday. Guarantee nobody watched this game. Uh, two had 243 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. The Ravens beat the Chargers 20-10 on Sunday Night Football. Lamar had 177 yards and a touchdown. Zay Flowers had two total touchdowns, one rushing and one receiving. The Steelers beat the Bengals 16-10. Najee Harris had 99 yards and a touchdown. The Steelers passed 400 total yards of offense for the first time in a long time. Of course, it's the first week after they fired their offensive coordinator. And they also gained more than the Bengals did, which is the first time this season they have gained more yardage than the team they're playing. The Jags beat the Texans 24-21 after a missed game-tying field goal from 58 yards at the crossbar. Trevor Lawrence had 364 yards, one pass, and one rush touchdown. The Colts beat the Buccaneers 27-20. Jonathan Taylor, 91 yards, two touchdowns. The Colts are in the seventh spot in the AFC. Who would have thought that? The Falcons beat the Saints 24-15. B. John Robinson, 123 total yards and two touchdowns. Falcons now take over the NFC South lead. And statistically, statistically, this is a WTF stat of the day that I actually saw on WTF Sports. If you don't follow them, it's great, great just like stats. The Panthers can still host a playoff game because they can win the division. Yes, they're 1-10, but the NFC South is so bad the Saints should be running away with this, but yet they allowed the Falcons to. The Giants beat the Patriots 10 to 7. Mac Jones was benched at halftime through two first half interceptions. Tommy DeVito had 191 yards and a touchdown. Should Bailey Zappi be the starter? Yeah, I also agree with that. I mean, neither one of them is good. They should. They will take a quarterback in the draft. If they don't, then there's a problem. There's also a very good chance Bill Belichick is not the coach next year. The Titans beat the Panthers 17-10. Derrick Henry had 76 yards and two touchdowns. The Rams with the Cardinals 37-14. Stafford turned 29 yards and four touchdowns. But the NFC Offense Player of the Week went to Kyron Williams, who had 143 rushing yards, 61 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. That was in his first game back from injury. The Broncos down the Browns 29-12. Russell Wilson 134 yards, one pass touchdown, one rush touchdown. Chiefs beat the Raiders 31-17. Mahomes had 298 yards and two touchdowns. The Eagles beat the Bills in overtime 37-34. Jalen Hurts 200 yards and five total touchdowns. 
And the Bears beat your Vikings 12-10 on a game-winning field goal. Justin Fields, Jaron, 17 yards. Josh Dobbs had four interceptions. The Bears did not score a touchdown in this game and still won. It may have been the worst game I've ever seen. Yeah, I watched it, and then Josh Dobbs sucks again. It, it was a, it was just a bad game. Really bad game. Uh, their head, the Vikings head coach did, and he has not decided who will be the starting quarterback next week, whether it will be Dobbs or their rookie. Um, I forget what his name is. Uh, but Justin Jefferson is re- is uh, returning from the IR this week. Good. Week 13 preview. Seahawks and Cowboys this Thursday night. Cowboys. I'm also going to Cowboys. Chiefs and Packers this Sunday night. Chiefs. I'm with the Packers. Go Pack, go baby. People forget that the first time that Jordan Love started a game was against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, and he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. They ended up losing the game because at that time the Packers' defense was trash. A little bit better now. Packers at home. Jordan Love's finally figuring it out. The receivers are figuring it out. Matt LaFleur's figured out how to not have 20 different guys run the same route. He should still get fired. But go Pack go, baby! Packers win at home. Broncos and Texans. Broncos have the longest winning streak in the NFL. It ends with the Texans. I agree with that. And the biggest game, possibly the game of the year, although last week it's going to be tough to beat the Eagles and Bills from last week. It's a really good game. That was not on national television in our area because instead they have the Chiefs and Raiders on it. Nobody wanted to watch that game. But uh, 49ers and Eagles. I'm going to the Niners. I'm also going with the 49ers. The Eagles, although they are 10-1, and they are six-point underdogs at home. Against the 49. We are the association. The biggest news from the association is an off-the-court issue with Josh Giddy being investigated by not just the NBA now, but by Florida police for allegedly having an improper relationship with an underage girl. Josh Giddy, sorry to tell you, your career's probably over. Lamelo Ball is out multiple weeks with an ankle injury. He was playing really well, also. So a big blow to the Hornets, but you know the Hornets aren't going to be doing anything. Mark Cuban, I don't have this in the script, but Mark Cuban, he's quitting uh, Shark Tank. And he's also selling a majority of the stake in the Dallas Mavericks. He's going to be, I believe the sale is for $2.2 billion or something like that. Somewhere, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked much into it. It's not official yet, so that number could change drastically. Who knows? He's still going to have a take in uh, basketball operations. That, thank God the NBA is not losing work. Yeah. The Celtics lead the East over the Bucks. The Celtics are 14-4. and four. The Bucks are uh, thirteen and five. The Magic are in third. They are twelve and five, and they are playing great. The Timberwolves have a, are thirteen and four. They lead the West over the twelve and six Nuggets. The Magic and Suns have both won seven straight games. On the other side, the Warriors have lost eight of their last ten, including blowing a twenty-four point lead to the Kings last night in a game that they really need to win, not just to move on in the in-season tournament, which we'll discuss in a second, but because they just need a win. Spurs have lost 12 straight, and the Pistons have lost 14 straight games. Yeah. So the in-season tournament, it is down to the quarterfinals. We know who's in it. December 4th and 5th is when these uh, teams will play each other. So we're going to give our in-season tournament predictions. So the first round for the West, the one seed is the Lakers, the fourth seed is the Suns. Who wins? Suns. I'm, I'm going with the Lakers. I'm going with the Lakers. Kings and Pelicans. Kings. Also going with the Kings. So who do you have in the final? Uh, Kings. I also have the Kings in the final. In the East, 
It will be the one-seeded Bucks versus the four-seeded Knicks. Bucks. I'm also going with the Bucks and the two-seeded Pacers and the three-seeded Celtics. I gotta go Celtics. I'm going with the Pacers. The Pacers have been playing unbelievable. I have the Bucks in the championship. You probably have the Celtics. Who wins? Celtics. I'm going with the Bucks. So yeah, that's the end season tournament. Of course, it uh, quarterfinal start December fourth and fifth in Las Vegas. Or no, it does not. It does not. They they play at home the first round, and then they move to Las Vegas December seventh for the semifinals, and then December 9th will be the championship. Of course, all these games count towards the regular season besides the championship. And it's one game. Yeah, that's how the actual NBA championship should be. Which should one game. All right, college football rivalry week recap. Number six Oregon dominated number sixteen Oregon State thirty-one to seven. Number ten Louisville got upset by Kentucky thirty-eight to thirty-one. Alabama escaped with a win over Auburn twenty-seven to twenty-four. After um, Jalen Milrow just pulled something out of his butt to make that fourth and thirty happen. Nineteen Kansas State got upset by Iowa State forty-two to thirty-five. And number three Michigan beat number two Ohio State thirty to twenty-four. So the new rankings. Are now number one, Georgia. Michigan moves up to number two. Washington moves up to number three. Florida State moves into number four. Oregon is five. And in six is Ohio State. Ohio State more than likely is going to be out. In my opinion, I think Ohio State should be over Oregon. Ohio State had a, has had a harder schedule. Oregon's beaten nobody. Um, their best win was against Oregon State. And Oregon State's not good. So, yeah. Conference championship weekend is this weekend. And there are some really, really big games. Actually, every game is big. But first off, number five, Oregon. Number three, Washington. Whoever wins this game will be in the college football playoff. Washington. I'm also going with Washington. I know the first game, Washington narrowly won. It was a great game. Number 18, Oklahoma State. Number seven, Texas. Texas needs a lot to happen. To make it into football playoff? Yes. Well, I think Texas wins this. It helps them out. Texas wins. They will not make the college football playoff, though. Number one, Georgia, and number eight, Alabama. Georgia. I'm also going with Georgia. If Alabama wins, we could see two SEC teams make it because you can't take out Georgia. I mean, they've been the best team all year, but I I don't see it happening. Uh, Number two, Michigan. Number 16, Iowa. It's not even going to be a game. uh, Michigan's going to absolutely Steam Oh, there it's it's gonna be bad. I saw the it was a meme, it was uh it was it was John Harbaugh on the sideline with like binoculars and everything, and they're like stealing signs from Iowa and it's the punt the punt play from Madden because that's all they do. <laughs> number fourteen Louisville, number four, Florida State. If Florida State wins this game, there's a good possibility they make it in. I don't think they should, even if they win it, but the committee doesn't see it that way. Who wins? Louisville. I'm also going with Louisville. If Florida State wins, though, I don't think they should get in because Louisville is their best win of the season because Florida State plays nobody, and Louisville lost to Kentucky, who shouldn't even have a football team. They should stick to basketball. The whole conference, the whole ACC is terrible. I mean, Clemson was bad. Everybody was bad. Besides Florida State, Florida State's without the quarterback, of course. So, yeah. That's our championship weekend preview. Of course, it kicks off Friday with five Oregon and three Washington. The rest of these games will be on Saturday. College basketball. I don't know why I put college football again. College basketball, the new rank. I'm not going through every game anymore with college basketball because, frankly, I don't care. Nothing matters until uh, champion or uh, yeah, conference championship week 
And March Madness right after. So the new rankings, Purdue took over number one from Kansas. Kansas fell to five. Two is Arizona. Three is Marquette. And four is UConn. Games to watch this week. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow, today, more than likely whenever you're listening to this, it will be number four, UConn, and number five, Kansas. Big game. Next Tuesday, there are two good games with 13, FAU, and 24, Illinois, along with number 17, UNC, and number 4, UConn. And then next Wednesday, it will be number 3, Marquette, hosting number 16, Texas. Now, moving on to other sports, Max Verstappen closed out the season with a win. Who would have thought he won all but two races? It's the most dominant season in F1 history. Uh, thank God it's over. Yeah. Was it 16 out of that? Like- 20 races or something like that. I don't know how many races they flew. I think they do 21. 20 or 21. 21, what, 16? I think it's 21 and he did one night. Some MLB news, I didn't have a whole MLB thing. Uh, the Cardinals signed Sonny Gray to a three-year deal. You probably didn't like that because you want the Reds to get him. Uh, the Reds are in talks for getting Shane Bieber. Um, and Tyler Glasnow. Yeah. Uh, we did pick up Emilio Pagan. Yeah, I saw that today. Uh, he's Ohio's paid pale. Pale. $60 million. We got a lot of money since we cleared people. Use it! We never do. We also got to get rid of India. All right, we're going to trade him. Or he's you know, getting traded. You know, you know, for a second? You know, for a second? No, I'll be. <laughs> he just got injured, though, in the, in the league. That's nice. That's the hamstrings. Hopefully we don't trade him because of that. Hamstrings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Liam Hendricks and Cody Bellinger will come back for the year. Uh, the Shohei race is heating up with the... Uh, Cubs, the Cubs are really high on him. They I sh- kind of hope he does go to the Cubs. I want to see him go to, I want to see, you know what I want to see since uh, Yoshi Yamamoto, that's how I'm going to say it, Yoshi, it's Yoshi now, because uh, I'm not saying Yoshi Nobu, because that's just, no. Yoshi, Yoshi Yamamoto, uh, I want to see him and Shohei pair up with the Cubs, play with, uh, with uh, Seiya Suzuki. Oh, I mean, that- the Cubs, it, it, hopefully they re-sign Cody Bellinger as well. I mean, the Cubs have money. Yeah, They're in Chicago. Who cares? It's a win-now team. They're not that young. They have a few good young players. They, they got to rely on the pitching for young guys. Yeah. Cade Holt will probably get caught up next year. But they need they need a dominant like starting pitcher because Kyle Hendricks ain't that guy. And Justin Steele, who knows? Uh, you know, there's always a sophomore slump. Yeah. So. I mean, Cade Horton could be the ace that just comes up because... Thanks. And on the hockey side, Patrick Kane signed with the Detroit Red Wings. Ew. So uh, this Red Wings team is actually good. Congrats to Patrick for finally getting signed. It's about time. I know he did have a hip surgery in the offseason. So that's why he was not signed. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and Kenta Maeda went to the Tigers. Nobody cares. Kenta Maeda hasn't been relevant since he was a Dodger. He's a solid pitcher. Tigers are a sneaky good team. Yeah. That's all I have. We're going to keep it short. Thank you guys for listening. As always, come back here next week. Peace.